When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program. Want truly hydrated skin? Meet Osea's Body Care Breakthrough, Hyaluronic Body Serum. It's clinically proven to increase hydration by 161%. It's lightweight, fast-absorbing, and delivers 24 hours of hydration for silky smooth skin without any sticky afterfeel. Treat your skin to clean, vegan skincare from Osea. Get 10% off your first order with code SUMMER at OseaMalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A Malibu.com code SUMMER. Well, Graham, thanks for joining me. Let's just discuss, um, shall we, what, what happened to, to your former club, Cork City, uh, where you had uh, three spells, uh, a lot of finger pointing since Cork City had been relegated. Uh, but it is first division football for Cork City a Club and a county as big as Cork, it's uh, it's hard to take, really, isn't it, for City fans who've uh, you know enjoyed great success over the last number of years, Graham? Yeah, it definitely is hard to take from. I mean, it's, it is the biggest club in Ireland, and to see them going to the first division is pity. So there are comments coming out from the chairman, Declan Carey, saying that they could be in the Premier Division next year. So maybe he knows something we don't know, mm. and. I hope that is true because you don't want to be giving, I think, one thing when you're going out to the first division, fans have to accept it. But now they're getting a bit of hope, so you don't know what's going to happen. There's nothing worse than a bit of false hope. And you just hope again like that the club are doing things right. They're not saying things without actually having a lot of proof yeah. I did ask questions, uh, Graham. Sorry, I did ask questions uh, to some of the powers that be uh, when I heard that interview, actually. And, um, you know, they were scratching the head puzzled. They said they don't think that's going to happen uh, unless that uh, they amalgamated the Premier, Premier Division and yeah. First Division and made it just one division. I think that is the only way on, though. You did see some things about some, the First Division asking for more clubs to come in to it next year. Maybe that is the situation. But like I said, I don't think you should come up with comments like that either. I think you should keep them to yourself. Don't give fans false hope again, because the last thing, if it doesn't work out, they'll say, well, why were you telling us that in the first place? Um, I think they would have accepted if you're going into the first division. No, we don't know how the takeover will go in the next few weeks, if it will go ahead at all. Hopefully, I think the club, obviously the fans want it to go ahead now at the moment. So I think we're all geared towards it being the best thing for the club. Um but if not, listen, like I said, I don't. I, I think it's a very dodgy statement to make when when you've just accepted that there was a blow that week. I don't think anyone else knows what's really going on at the moment. And like I said, there is still anyway. There's still a lot of uncertainty around the league next year. I mean, if the COVID situation does continue and there isn't. 
something in place that we can get fans back into it? Is the league going to be delayed till we do get fans back into it? Because, again, it's going to be needed to be funded. And it's difficult as well for clubs at this time because how do you actually budget for next year without mm. knowing what's going to happen? Yeah. Like you can't you can't be offering players something when you go, oh, I don't really know what we can give you when there's nothing there and our players going to want to stay around. And you could see a flood of players then try and go to the UK where they know that they'll actually get their money get paid because... Again, it's very hard for clubs to budget and they can offer players something, but they can't actually, they might be able to fulfil it come, come a few months down the line. And it's, I worry at the moment for League of Ireland if the fans don't come in, we might just maybe just see it postponed a bit longer than the usual start of the end of February, start of March. Yeah, and we know that our league is all about bums and seats for sure. Um, you, you were down there in the first division with City 10 years ago, around yep. 10 years ago. And uh, you know, getting the winner to to send City back up. But what what was that like for you playing in in the first division of Cork City back then? Do you know what I was used to playing the first division, so it didn't mm. affect me. I was in fairness to the fans at that stage, they were fantastic. We were mm. still getting we were still getting two thousand even the first year I was there, and we were finishing mid table. And then towards the second season, when we were getting more success and were pushing for the title, we were getting four thousand because. Let's be honest, Cork, it is the number one supporter club, I think, in Ireland when it goes. I think attendances don't lie with that mm. season ticket. So I think even the Cork fans will support them no matter what division they are in. Hopefully, if there is something happens and they're in the Premier Division, great. And I think the league would benefit for it. But even if they're in the first division, like I said, I think a lot of fans will still turn out if they get the opportunity, especially after COVID not being able to come out and support the club and Maybe that might have even had supporters been allowed into games. It would have given, I'm sure, the players an extra boost, and it might have even cost them relegation not having supporters there. I think they would have got a few more points on the board, and certainly carried it into the last game of the season. But but that's the way it is. Every club had to adjust to it, and um, it's just like it's an uncertainty. Like I said, not just for Cork. I think for a lot of clubs in the mm. league, it is uncertainty. Yeah, can City get up first time of asking is the big question and will Colin Healy be offered the job full time do you think, Graham? Um, the first question is yes. That's that's a very simple answer because it's going to be the most attractive first division club. It's going to be where all the players want to play. I mean, if you're playing the first division, you want to play for Cork City and I think, you know, like a lot of big clubs, they can compete then with, if you're in the first division, you're a big club, you can compete with teams in the Premier Division because you've the attraction of we are Cork City. I know we're in the first division, but we're Cork City at the end of the day where a lot of lesser clubs can't say that in the first division. The players will go, no, I'm going to play in the Premier Division that way. The second question, will he be off with it? That's a tough one because, like you said, he's not, at the moment, he's definitely done performances have gone up, but have they, they haven't won enough points. And then, with the new owners coming from the UK, if well, if they are potential new owners, Will they want to bring a UK manager in? I think I've already mentioned this mm. in one of my columns is that I think Alan Reynolds would be the perfect choice for me. Um, having worked under him, I think he's brilliant. He just he will give a place a lift, you know, sometimes when a club's down and needs a bit of fresh blood brought into it, something new. And he's definitely one of those managers that even if you lose, he's still the same guy. He's still making all the lads smile. He still wants the atmosphere. He comes into a dressing room every day and he makes sure the place is going, like, as in there's a proper buzz. I think one thing that he does very well is he makes sure lads are always talking to each other, like, 
something that I even noticed I mean there was two lads came from England on loan and they were just kind of sticking together at Waterford next thing he made sure they weren't allowed to sit next to each other in the dressing room because he wanted them to interact and not only not only what he does in the dressing room I think his record is he's a very successful record had he stayed at Waterford I would have stayed I know a lot of players signed there because of kind of reputation he has and and he's won the first division with Waterford and he certainly has an eye for bringing players even from the UK he has a very successful race like not a lot of managers can do that where they bring lads over they seem to always just treat us a holiday but I think the uh, Rennie gets his he gets the balance right as in like you're here to work but also you're here to enjoy yourself yeah, you were talking about successful managers there. Looking back, do you think it was a mistake that Cork City sacked John Caulfield when they did? Possibly. You know, like, I, I don't know because you can't say results were great either at the time. Like, I'm part of that. I think all the players have to take responsibility. We had a, we had a very good squad and obviously we were getting paid good as well. So when you look at our budget that year, we're, I don't think we were in the right position. And then fans would obviously say, do you know what? they're not in the right position for the budget so you have that argument but you also have the argument of saying look John was the most successful manager the club has, mm. has. He, I can guarantee you one thing had John been there we wouldn't have got relegated last year and the club wouldn't have got relegated this year that's one thing I would definitely say about John um, but like I said the other argument is we had a very good budget but look at him now like he's got Galway flying mm. um, so he's He's definitely a man I would have said if he was still in charge, I don't think Cork City would be a first division club. I think the way fans have it, they like the modern football, they're on romantic. Yeah, I, I get John didn't play the most attractive football, but he definitely played a winning brand of football. And sometimes you you want it all and then you end up going like, I think, like Neil's philosophy was completely different. He wanted to play the attractive football and Sometimes it might have been about getting results and in hindsight, like for me, it's always been about I before to win ugly, didn't play pretty and just, you know, please yeah. people. Because even when I it's was a results there, game, isn't it? Yeah, but even when I was there, you know, I think the media sometimes when I work in the media as well can influence a lot of fans. Like even when we were top of the league at the start, when I joined, first joined the club, it was always other clubs were getting praised. It was like, oh, Cork aren't top. You know, because our Cork are top of the league, but they're just scraping games. They're just winning games, and sometimes then it's the media can play on that, and fans think that and they say, "Well, if he goes through one bad patch, we want him out because we're not getting the right results and we're not playing the right football." You know, sometimes managers can get that bit of leniency if the team's playing very attractive football. They go, "Look, we're playing well, results will come." But maybe with John, they were saying, we're not playing that well and we're getting negative results, so what's he actually doing for us? But I think I think if you'd asked, nine out of ten people would say it was probably the wrong decision, though. Just back to Preston and the potential takeover. I know you spent a few years at Preston, which we'll get to mm. shortly, Graham. but what will it mean to have Preston as owners of Cork City? What, what are they actually buying? Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even on a budget, 
Quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. If, if I'm pressed and I'm looking at it, it's their way of getting to the Irish market. They obviously have a relationship built with Cork already about bringing players over. And if I'm an English owner, I'm buying an Irish team like that. I'm thinking to myself, one, can I get talent to bring them to Preston? Because as, as mad as it might seem, they'd probably want Preston to be more successful than Cork. And then two, it's can we get into Europe and mm. with Cork, because they obviously have a better chance with Preston. I know it might make sense to me saying they want Preston to be more successful, but yes, they have a better chance with Cork of getting into Europe and doing well in Europe. But that will only, again, you'd worry like how long will owners then be happy with that. I think that's 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 the way Preston will look at it. They'll think we can bring players over from Cork, we can help them progress and might get us into the Premier League as good as Europe is with Cork City if they if they manage to get it, which I presume are all owners over here getting into the Premier League will be a lot more uh, beneficial financially for Mr Hemmings. So I think that's the way he kinda look at it. He could definitely he could definitely start academies, the links and everything like that. He could bring like like I said, you could even, like Cork would benefit from it as well, I think, because so often you see loan players coming over and they don't try. They don't care. They treat it as a holiday. But if you're coming over from your parent club has a link with them, you're going to try because if you fail ultimately at Cork, why would Preston want you? Mm. You know, sometimes, sometimes lads, I'm not going to name names or anything, some lads might have come over to Cork City before and just try to have bothered, but they can always go back to the club and use the excuse of, you know what, I, I didn't like it, it's hard to settle in, and you know yourself, like you don't go over to Irish clubs, and it's it's difficult, and clubs will accept that, and they might send them out in another loan, but I think if, if they go over to, from Preston to Cork, and there is that connection, then they'll have to try, like, because they can't go back with any excuses, they'll just say, right, if you can't do it over there, why do we want you, and we're not getting good reports from you, like sometimes it's, it's not about, I don't think, lads coming over to Ireland it's ever about their talent that can't be questioned because you're in England and you're playing with a good club for real and it's about their attitude so that kind of way you get you get the talent and the attitude I think so mm. it would definitely be beneficial from that side Yeah you were uh, we mentioned earlier at Preston for two years uh, what kind of club mm. are they um, Graham? how would you view Preston as a club in your experience? They're, in, they're an incredible club you do, I didn't realise it till, till you leave the, the thing of like you don't know what you're out till it's gone They're, they were brilliant I mean I've just seen they've opened up a new train and grown new, well, new facilities and everything and the facilities that were there were unbelievable like even when I first walked in just seen the stadium driving down you see the statue of Tom Finney stand, or slight tackling outside it and mm. like for anyone that doesn't know Tom Finney is an absolute legend mm. not just for Preston but in football in general yeah and you just get that historic feel to it. You know, it is a big club. It's a historic club. You don't... I didn't realise this till I went over until you see the place. You really need to experience it. And I know some Cork City fans might think like, oh, it's Preston North End or whatever. They're not one of the biggest clubs, you know, 
you know, but it is, it's incredible and to have that associated with, even with Cork City, it means a big thing, I'm telling you, that kind of way. Um, they, they do everything right and then that's what they could bring as well to Cork City. They could bring an extra bit of professionalism because Cork is professional, but there's another level to go again and you mm. can learn a lot from that. Um, I definitely think, like, like I would say, the thing as well, I kind of was saying that players would actually sign for Cork City League of Ireland players based on trying to think younger lads going, they have a connection with Preston, I could get over there. Do you know, that kind of way, mm. like I would look at that. I'd be thinking to myself, you do all right, if you do well at Cork, Preston are going to take you straight away. Even if you're young and you know you're getting the best training. So I know Preston, like they do everything right. They don't, they're not a club that I don't think, you know, they're just in it for a quick buck and get out of there. I think they they would definitely do it right. I mean, he's got a lot, Mr. Hemmings has a lot of investments already in Cork. He's got shares, I think, in Chibulgan and all that, and he's kept that going. And he wants to build kind of, he's more of a community man. I've only met him once, but he, he seemed very genuine in that kind of way. And then, like I said, it's another thing as well as the business side of things. They're going to come over here and run it like a business as well, mm. though. Mm. You can't just run football club as in, like, this is football manager. We'll just spend, 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 and we'll try and get success. I think when you've got Trevor Hemmings, he's definitely a businessman as well. Like So you've got that as well for you. But his son seems level-headed as well. I've met his son once. Um, I think... Some owners in Ireland, maybe they let their son run this, um, who isn't probably like, who is just treating it like that. But I don't think he would do that. I don't think, judging from Mr. Hemmings and his son, I don't think he's buying it just to go, here's your little toy, go experience with it, go experiment with it. Because if they're doing that, like I said, I think the fact that they've already bought a lot of players from Cork mm. kind of gives them that relationship yeah. that they're not going to go, we want this to go belly up. And then, that's your relationship finished with Cork then you know that kind of way so I think I think the fact what's really good is they've they've bought a lot of lads from Cork you've already seen they've helped the club out in the past I mean it was very close to the club going out of business and they'd already bought the Sean Maguire and the Alan Brown bio clause and then they went back and helped the club again so they'd not the game from that I know they had the little boat thing but they could have left it go and just said, we'll just wait again and go and invest in another club. But they they obviously have a good relationship with Cork and that was out of the goodness of their heart last moment. A lot of clubs might have held on and said, oh, we'll wait till the last, the final whistle, basically, like till you're on your last legs and we won't do anything for you. But I think I think the fact that he has a relationship already with the club, yeah. if he does take over and that's a big if I think a lot of, like I'm reading everything saying new owners are coming in the next few days but listen the meeting's been over 10 days now and we haven't heard any further kind of progress or anything like that have we so mm. you just wonder about that as well I think I think people need to stop getting ahead of themselves just take it one step at a time Yeah, and he needs like I've the worrying thing for me is I've not heard anything from his side Yes, there's nothing coming right. from his side and that's that's the kind of thing you'd say, like like the papers in England are pressed and they haven't come out and said, yes, we're very interested in that. We'll be doing this in a few days. It's kind of all coming from Cox, I'd say, they're going to do it, they're going to do it. You know, it's it's not them coming out going, yeah, we'll definitely do that. And that's the worrying thing. And I think Cox fans just slow down, slow down first, get, get through the end of the season and then assess it and then wait for them to come out for comments. Because... 
like I said, you can look very foolish coming out saying that they're going to be the new owners, they're going to be the new owners, and then they turn around and say, we never agreed to anything like this. Like, I keep I keep saying to people, they agreed, they were interested in the club months ago, but a lot has changed, not just in football, but in the world. And they yeah. mightn't have the finances to keep that going now, to go in and bankroll the club, especially in England, because... I did say there is a lot of money there, but they're desperate for fans to come back. And the new lock—they were probably hopeful that fans would definitely be in by Christmas at least. But the way the new lockdown rules have come in in, in England as well, I, I'm very doubtful that you'd see fans back in football over there till at least February, March as well. So they could be thinking we don't have that budget as much as they want to help the club and buy the club. You can't spend what you don't have.